Hello everybody and welcome to No Time to Grind, it's the podcast for the busy gamer. Joining me today as the new mob boss of town, it's Mr. Mr. Michael, and we have a six-star rating pestering you like a flock of seagulls, it's Matt. That's me, I am six stars. I definitely have experienced that. I definitely did not die at four stars. And editing this podcast, the cutting crew, if you will, it's Adrian. Uh, this whole game is about my family. <laughs> <laughs> it's not far from the truth. If you haven't guessed now by our 80s music reference names, the game for this week was the one and only GTA Vice City, which came out in 2002, so it's 18 years old this year. It can drink now. Not that it would, look at this guy. He doesn't care. He doesn't care about the rules. Actually, no, you can't drink in America. So that's apt. He would be drinking. He doesn't care. It's also, you know, like he was born in 2002 and you go like, what an adorable baby. And then it gets a bit older and it's like, what a playful little scamp of a child. And now that it's 18 and it's an adult, you can look at it square in the face and say, you are very ugly. (laughs) 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 What happened? (laughs) Hey, some might even say, you are a mistake. (laughs) Oh, no. Whoa. Jeez. Have you heard Uh, that one? I've heard that one plenty. (laughs) <laughs> you you get that one frequently too. Okay, yeah, not just me. Uh, yeah, no. Um, you don't know horror until you go into the strip club in Grand Theft Auto Vice City. People shouldn't bend like that. And that's sometimes <laughs> that's normally you if you go into a strip club and you you normally you normally go on. Oh, people can't bend, normally can't bend like that. But in this strip club, it is strictly, oh, God, no. I think it's definitely, that's the biggest one. It's like, as as a whole, it, it <laughs> looks okay. And if you play on PC, you can get, like, some nice mods that sort of clean things up a little bit. Apparently, the phone version as well got a bit of, like, HD textures and stuff. But you cannot hide the... <laughs> I don't know why they made the character models heads. Their nose, they're like, that would be an excellent place to just have the seam of the polygons just running down the <laughs> middle of their face like it's just about to like split open like the thing <laughs> <laughs> there's an 80s reference <laughs> it a is, lot of 80s references oh it's very it's very scary uh but okay you know what is sometimes scary is how we do something about a game and then it comes like true like we'll play oh, a yeah. game and then the sequel gets announced every time well it was about one week ago now that i was scrolling through reddit and i go through gaming news and in the gaming news it was like rumor grand theft auto 6 is gonna come out and it's gonna be vice city and i was like there we go we did it we did it again uh but no i then clicked the article and it was an a link to an article from like oh. before GTA Five came out, <laughs> so I was like, "Oh no, okay, no, that's Porky Pies." But that they said, should. It there should was get a trailer. A there was a trailer for a GTA Six, was there not? Not that I've seen. Was it fan made? Maybe I saw. I mean, yeah, nine nine hours ago, fake GTA Six announcement trailer featuring The Weekend gives internet false hope. I reckon it should. I reckon the key to GTA is having these little jaunts into different time periods. 
because yeah. that really like if this was just kind of like GTA three, it it like it wouldn't it doesn't stick as well in my mind. Like if every single one is set in the present, there's nothing sort of special about yeah. them. It allows them a bit more uh freedom, like the amount of references this has and uh like you're kind of pointing out dumb things of the past that we take for like granted now. And you can really lean into like old stereotypes from the decade. Okay, so hear me out. I know we're not we're sidetracked a bit, but right. Two thousand and two, they did the eighties, right? So twenty years previous. If they did one now that was twenty years previous, it'd be the two thousands. <laughs> yes. Just think about that for a second. <laughs> you saying this is an attack against me. <laughs> I am down for some, you know, frosted tips, baggy jean shorts, <laughs> globe shoes. <laughs> what about something along the lines of it's a, uh, it, you know how uh, Grand Theft Auto Five has multiple characters. What if Grand Theft Auto 6 said in Vice City has multiple times? Oh. Uh, now that's an interesting idea. Uh, but speaking with the game at hand, this is the only Grand Theft Auto game that I didn't, like, that I hadn't really ever played. Uh, and I held it too high. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... Well, let's talk about the grind first because I feel like this is a fairly grindy game. You're like, I felt like I was just sitting there smashing out uh, mission after mission after mission without having too much, dare I say, fun. <gasps> I don't see that as grind. Like, I mean, it's mission grind. I didn't wasn't necessarily enjoying what I was doing, but it was just getting through the missions because I needed to get to the end of the game rather than really liking the story and wanting to follow, you know, this character and whatnot. It's it's like too fast-paced for a modern game. I, yeah. I don't know if perhaps in the past our, like a, a younger me would have struggled more with the missions. They're not, like a lot of them are not particularly hard and then some of them are incredibly hard. Yes. But quite a few you just kind of breeze through and the story just gets all mushed together. Yeah, I got up to... So I played through and on the guide that I was reading, it said I got up to the second last mission. And also I looked at howlongtobeat.com and I had like halved speedrun times and like what the heck. But there's, like, a point in the game. See, Adrian, you're saying it's mission grind, but I like that because I swear in previous Grand Theft Auto games, it's like, uh, oh, here is, um, you know, this kind of mission. Uh, this is a racing mission. Uh, you have to do it like, oh, I don't want to race. No, no, you have to race at least once and then maybe again later. It's like, no, that, okay. Uh, whereas this one, I felt like it was just, like, it was all fighting, or driving, it was generally Grand Theft Auto, but in different spots and different things, different ways. You know, you gotta go. You gotta leave your guns at the door. Oh, how do you figure this one? But then it hit a spot, 
where it was like, okay, now now the real grind is doing all the missions for all of these businesses that you need to own. And that was the grind for me, was having to, like, A, earn money, which is the grind. Like, you literally have to grind to get money. And then B, all these, like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be in the bikey gang. Why am I in the bikey gang? I'm a mob boss. I kill the bikey gang, don't I? Or I, like, give them my daughter and then we make money together, sell cocaine. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I, all I do know is if I am the mob boss, I do not go be the bikey gang's patsy. But you're I not the boss. I don't want to be here. The plot I'm of the game yeah. is that you are a man with a debt to pay. And so Tommy will literally do everything, but it effectively makes him a, like an errand boy. And that, I think that is, that is very apparent in the missions. It's, it's not Tommy wanting to do anything. It's just someone saying, go there, do that. Because I, because then I'll give you some money. And he's like, yep, cool. It's like the ultimate game of like, I am, I am a standover man. I am just, I'm just a sack of meat that you can use. <laughs> and I guess that's the story because by the end he finally snaps and he goes like, I spent like 15 years in jail. I'm tired of being the sack of meat for everyone. I want to be in charge. I want to be the boss. Well, I don't, I mean, I didn't get that far into the story because I started to find it very grindy, but. I mean, the whole point was like, go there, do this deal. Okay, the deal didn't go down the way you wanted. Find out who took, who screwed you over. And like, you very quickly had all these people to talk to. But then I didn't feel like I was actually progressing that part of the story. It was just like, oh, I'm just going to these people for quests because maybe they'll give me uh, some information at some point. It basically turned out that it's not a mystery. Spoilers, by the way. You quite quickly learn from uh, one south american guy that another south american guy is responsible but then you begin working for him to try and like screw him over but the mystery of like who who stole the money who ruined the drug deal is not a mystery they're just kind of like oh it was them and uh you'll take care of that later and so that was (laughs) definitely like a missed opportunity probably should have been a mystery the whole time and then like maybe a good old-fashioned bait and switch where it turns out that it was like sunny your own boss he wanted (gasps) the money and the drugs like and was just sending you there to like basically die like that would have been a much more intriguing story but they just take away the intrigue and it's just uh yeah it was him uh you're gonna kill him eventually but for now kill people for him because you're Tommy Vassetti, you like to kill people. It's the 80s. This is what happens in Florida, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, even cheats couldn't help me. I tried. Uh, How so? I was, I was trying really hard to get through it. And I think the reason is, okay, who had... Did anyone here actually have trouble with the, the infamous helicopter mission? The yes. the RC copper? Yes. Not too much. I just couldn't figure out that I had to go inside. After that, I was fine. <laughs> yes, that is a crucial part of it. Uh, but you so, Michael, you, you had trouble with didn't it. You? Yeah. I played on PC. I've always played Vice City on PC. 
I've never completed that mission because it's so frustrating on a keyboard. Okay, so I then imagine my it's next... flying an actual helicopter, and it would go just as disastrously if I was actually put <laughs> in one. <laughs> so that's that's my next question: is like, um, how is shooting? Shooting's great. Shooting is absolutely fine with a mouse. Like you don't get lock on because you just get a reticle, and so you can okay. just aim for headshots constantly and make fights quite sure. And that's probably another reason. Like it's probably faster on PC, I would imagine, if you're a good shot. So then this is it. Yeah, basically. So RC helicopter, easy as. I got stuck because of freaking on PS2, quote unquote. It was on PS4. You cannot move and aim. And also maybe even shoot and move. Yeah, you have, or you can't it's, lock on. It is the worst, and it it is what broke me. I could not do it anymore because, purely because I could not actually... I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't shoot. I couldn't physically, of all these games that I have played and mastered and I shoot people, it's, I, it was working. It was like playing Resident Evil, but instead of puzzles or zombies that you can kind of take your time to get around, the freaking cartel is just like, gotcha. That's another thing. Death is super punishing. Yeah. Like, I get more guns. I just spent all my money on them. In a game set in a <laughs> tropical, beachy paradise made of islands surrounded by the sea and boats. <laughs> Duh, come on. Why Michael. can he not swim? <laughs> because he's not <laughs> from the area. <laughs> yeah, he's just like a New Yorker. Hey, what do I know about swimming? I want to get wet out a shower. What is this? What is swim? <laughs> but... Back on the controls for a second because I played on PS4 as well, and they just they just did not feel good. Um, there was something in particular I wanted to bring up, but I've forgotten it now. But uh, you mentioned yeah. in our while we were playing the um, you can only yeah. scroll through the the radio channels in one direction. If you forget, if you missed how, it, you gotta keep How good is again. that? Having to, ah, oh, missed it. Gotta go through the and whole thing. It was something that really annoyed me, and I can't remember. And then you might miss the song because some of them are cut short. Uh, and I watched uh, my wife played some Grand Theft Auto Five, which was hilarious because I convinced she accidentally kicked a dog <laughs> and she cried. Uh, and then I convinced her to kick another dog. <laughs> and it was great. I'm like, you know what? I think. I have given Grand Theft Auto Five uh, a bad rap after playing this. Like this is in dire need of a remake because it is fantastic. Like the setting is amazing, and if anyone like ever comes to me and is like, "Hey, you you talked smack about my boy uh, Vice City," I'd be like, "I wanted to love your boy Vice City. I did. I really did. I just couldn't." And it's really good. And I wonder if is is San Andreas gonna be the same? If I have, if I play that again, am I gonna be like, ah, oh, this is poo poo as well? <laughs> and I've heard that phone might be the way to go. In which case, none of us played it on phone. But if it does work well there, then that would lean into being a game for a busy gamer. 
I think that because it's pulpy and old school and sort of fast paced, similar to like, it reminded me of playing Max Payne. It's obviously a similar engine, similar era of Rockstar. Um, and and I think we I think we said that that was kind of a game for a busy gamer. Like, it's not going to take up too much of your time to get the experience of Grand Theft Auto Vice City. I'm gonna go with a nah. I don't I don't think it does enough unique the of things like apart from the setting, the story isn't so great that you need to play it. I feel and. Maybe maybe if you really like the 80s and 80 themed stuff, it's a yes. But I don't think it, it was enough there for me at least to be interested. So I don't gonna say like there's there's other you can get the same uh, same experience but better out of a GTA five. So mine's a no for a busy gamer. So I think I have to go with the no time to grind as well, which is unfortunate because, it, like, starting up this game, it felt like it was made around now. And I mean, very starting it up because uh, we're in the middle of this, like, 80s, like, love, like, you got Stranger Things and you got, like, you got the remakes of, like, Blade Runner. Well, not remakes, but you know, you know what I mean? Like, we've got all these things and, like, hmm. Yeah, the 80s was pretty good. It wasn't pestilence back then. Well, <laughs> if there was, it just wasn't on the internet because it didn't exist. It was called AIDS. Yeah. Oh, no. uh, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like definitely give the music a listen because, again, watched my wife play Grand Theft Auto Five. Poopoo music. What music? Turn it off. No point. Compared to San Andreas and Vice City, what happened to you, Grand Theft Auto? This is this music is amazing. This music teaches people, but we'll more on that later. Well, let's get into our uh, inventory management, which is just pressing. Let's go to ammunition. Just <laughs> yeah. Okay, now I want to leave. Nope, that's not the leave button for some reason. That's the uh, <laughs> they changed the controls on you. Why? Why would you do that? Anyway, so what's our next game? We have, this is my choice, I believe, coming up next, which is Castlevania Symphony of the Night, which, uh, yeah, I'm excited for. I'm excited for. Sometimes uh, I think about, like, my other choice was Chrono Trigger, and that was definitely worth a play. Like, sometimes I think about games that I'm like, oh, I should have picked that over instead, but Chrono Trigger so far, I'm glad I picked. So I'm curious if I regret picking Castlevania at all. But we'll find out soon. And then between between now and then, we're going to get one of them those extra sodes. Yes. Uh, which, at the time, the Australian government was like, yeah, no, COVID-19, it'll be over by then. Uh, but that's probably going to be another uh, marked. <laughs> the episode will be marked by the period of time that we're in. Very possibly, uh, yes. I mean, it's a great time. I'm just saying, it's a great time if you have time to grind, right? I've played so much games, and by that, I mean I've just been playing Animal Crossing New Horizons because it's got me. It grabbed me. It's pretty that was good one of the reasons I stopped playing Vice City. Was, 
Uh, and so, but if you're like me, like this is a legit thing that I do. I sit, I play Animal Crossing, I farm them bells for Tommy. I mean, Tom, Tommy is his son, I think. Uh, and I want, I listen to podcasts. So if you're like that, you should probably share this to your friends so that they can enjoy it like I do, except I don't listen to my own podcast. That'd be weird. Uh, so yeah, you can find us on Spotify, rate us on iTunes. That'd be fantastic. You can find us on Facebook at no time to ground podcast and share the love for games and the fact that we all have plenty of time to grind. Plenty of time to catch up on that backlog. And see, you playing Animal Crossing, you're just really playing, you know, Nintendo's version of GTA Vice City, where Tom Nook <laughs> is... Uh, Tommy Vercetti? <laughs> no, you're Tommy Vercetti. No. Okay, I'm Tommy Vercetti. Yeah. Uh, it's just because his name is Tom. I was like, is this what you're getting at? And then I like it. Uh, Isabel is Vance, is Lance Vance. And I, that's why I've already planned to kill her. What? Spoilers for <laughs> both. She will betray you. Oh, yeah. She will get you when you're not looking. That's why I always lock your doors. People don't know about that function. Lock your doors. Lock you... your doors. Uh, so speaking, so Animal Crossing has such good music. Speaking of music, what I was just talking about before, inventory management. Music. music music 80s music all of the 80s music on all of the channels it's like just candy for your ears just stuff it in there will you want a little bit of michael jackson he's there in the uh in the versions where they haven't removed him i think a lot of the ones available now rockstar lost copyright so he's out yeah but he's still in the pc version that i and had. he's still in the ps4 version because i was i was playing and i'm like oh my god this is billy genius number 11 She's just a girl who thinks that I am the one. You got Blondie and (laughs) Flock of Seagulls and I think ABC is even in it with like Shoot That Poison Arrow. Like if you like 80s music, this is the game for you. It makes me realize because I mean, I'm a prolific, not a fan of 80s music person. And uh, I like just flicking through the stations and hearing... Like, I know that Michael Jackson was 80s, and I know that we also had, like, 80s techno, but then we also had, like, 80s glam and, and hair metal. And just, like, but it never it never clicked. They all happened at the same time. So just flicking through the stations and hearing, like, 80s rock, but then 80s pop, and then 80s techno is like, yeah. well, 80s was a weird time. <laughs> do you want Duran Duran or do you want Iron Maiden? Your choice. Yeah. And... And then it felt like a meme coming to life when Africa by Toto came on. I was like, <laughs> but then I'm like, this isn't a meme. Did they, like, is this, was this the start of the meme? When did that meme start? I don't know. But not in the 80s. Tommy Vercetti does not have a Reddit account. This game did start the meme of, uh, you know, when someone is looking good and you oh, respond yes. with the glasses coming down. I think it is. A I call that of one the Mikey meme because that's the only time I ever see it. Ah, yes. Mikey, he's been waiting for so long for a shout out in this podcast. <laughs> this is the one he gets. Well, to be fair, yeah. So we have a well, I have a friend, Mikey. Wow. I don't I don't, I don't want to put you guys like I don't want to make you guys own it. He's my friend. So he 
uh, you you can get your inference. Uh, and he would yeah just post that picture uh, whenever my wife updated her profile picture. So I had to pull him aside and talk to him about it. And then he started putting the picture on my profile pictures. Anyway. And not only is there great music in this and great memes. And yes, while we mentioned earlier that the story is a little lackluster, it's a little bit uh, sort of one note, it still has yep. that it still has that rock star like comedy. There are some nice, like funny moments in there. Yeah. And on a budget of only five million dollars. They have put together an amazing cast. Check this out. Lead character, Tommy Vassetti, played by Ray Liotta from Goodfellas. That's a huge get. Ken Rosenberg is played by William Fickner, who was the bank manager at the start of The Dark Knight. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The one who pulls yeah, yeah. the shotgun. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that was uh, Dennis Hopper who is a big name from, like, 70s sort of film and things like that. He plays uh, Steve Scott, like, the director of the uh, the Prawn Island films. Burt Reynolds is Avery Carrington. Wait, he was in it? Yeah. <laughs> so name. the guy who makes you fly the terrible helicopter, that's Burt Reynolds. Oh. Well, then all, all oh, is forgiven. I was going to say, Trejo all is forgiven. There. Gary Busey, Lee Majors, the $6 million man, plays the biker, Mitch Baker. So there's a lot of big names. A lot of big names. Really good voice acting. For 2002, even though like the story might not be all there, it's all really well performed. No one sounds that bad, except for like uh, people walking down the street. Oh, yeah. Just yeah, shouting yeah, nonsense it. like they're all possibly insane. It's yep. like they they wanted to do like you know the sounds of people just kind of casually talking, but then they were like, "Oh, he can't. He wouldn't be able to hear it unless they're shouting. So <laughs> we better make them shout." It's quite bizarre. And uh, did you ever have where they would load in a cluster and all be talking over one another? <laughs> no, it would not. happen at uh, Diaz's mansion. His like hitmen would sometimes stand together in a group of four or more kind of all just saying the same lines on loop. <laughs> and it would just be really loud because the game would just would just kind of stack those audio files and it would be like, you're inside the building and you can hear all these hitmen going like, hey, I'm walking here. Hey, what are you doing? What have you got to do for Diaz? <laughs> yeah, what's the problem? I thought, that, are we talking about problems? Because that sounds perfect to me. That's yeah. That sounds that's that was what the eighties was. Wasn't it? Everybody talked really loud. Uh, uh, gosh, this game. Uh, I don't know much about the sounds, but because I would only listen to music, or I would just turn it off. So I could listen to a podcast like this. Share it anyway. Um, what about hands? Did you guys just start looking at their hands and then were unable to stop, or was that just me? Their little uh, fingerless mittens. Yeah, their crab claws. <laughs> <laughs> little, like, fin-like thing. But the way that they had them was so rigid. It's like, if you had... if you Okay, this is a task, an activity. Get your hands. Now spread your fingers kind of like, 
like you're flexing all of them so you're like you're you're trying to claw out uh and then imagine that their fingers were so big that the like they're so thick that it actually filled up all that space that your claw hands currently are doing and then also now their hands are stuck like that forever <laughs> cuz they were huge they had huge fingers it was I'm like, oh, okay, lucky ladies, I guess. But that's I'm terrified of you. <laughs> like, and then once you start looking at the bad graphics, it just keeps coming. And you see, like you said before, the line, the seam on their face. I didn't see the seam. I just saw what monstrosities that 2002 open world. Like, it's a big game, and it's like at the time, definitely like a commendable. But it's, uh, it's a lot of ugly faces. And that's part of the overall uh, problem, I suppose, I have with it, which I think is that it's just aged poorly. Like, there are, I was looking at three games from 2002 because I, I wanted to give it some context. And Why have we played so many of these? <laughs> <laughs> like, I think Morrowind aged better than Vice City did, and I was not a fan of Morrowind. No, like, Morrowind is far uglier. <laughs> I think they've both got the similar levels of ugly, but in terms of, like, the game, because what I found in Vice City is that there is a lot of nothing, like, and that's and that's a sign of the times, like, the buildings are very bare, there's, like, some cars on the road, some people walking around, but other than that, you're driving from point A to point B. Yeah. There's not mm. that much interesting to interact with and do, um, and this brings up the discussion. Uh, actually, I think we all forgot to do. We will do now. Is I I would say that Grand Theft Auto Vice City is not an open world game. It's a sandbox game. And I I think there's a differentiation in the fact that doing all of the quests is your main quest. And when you're not doing your main quest, you're just playing in a sandbox that is Vice City. You're spawning tanks, you're killing people, you're running around trying to get five stars. Whereas an open world game has more more breath of life in it. More people walking around yeah. talking, more people to interact with, side quests, etc. Where do you guys sit on that? Yeah, I, I actually just Googled to see if there was a difference between sandbox game and open world game. Because as far as I was aware, like marketing-wise, there wasn't a difference. People could just use whatever marketing they wanted for those two specific phrases. Uh, but on the first result uh, on Giant Bomb Forum, someone said it, the difference is in a sandbox game, you have to create your own fun. And in an open world game, like it's open world, but it, it still makes the fun for you. And with that, I would say that this is a sandbox game because when you're not doing missions and even when you get past uh, like, to the point where you're, you know, trying to earn properties, you really got to make the game fun for yourself. Like, because it, it is a slog at that point. And even getting from point A to point B, it's like, it's a bit boring. It's like, yeah. So yeah, you do have to make it fun for yourself. And that's probably why, you, you you know, with the wanted level system, I reckon I was too nice or like I, I was too law abiding than I would have used to be. But that's because I was trying to be efficient. You know, I don't want to get... I don't want to get heat on me, so I I want to get from point A to point B. I want to do it quickly, but it's more boring. It's not even like a sand 
box, it's like, you know, those Zen sand gardens. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, it's yeah. it's a really beautiful sandbox, but no one's given you anything to make a castle out of. Yeah. Those little uh you know the little skull symbol mini game things that you can go and find? They were the funnest thing for me. But they're kind of like they're kind of just put out of the way. The game never draws them to your attention. I wasn't even aware they were there. Yeah, that's how like that's how little they care about anything else that you're doing. If we compare this to like Saints Row, the Saints Row sandbox has more toys in it. Yeah, and even even I would say San Andreas has more toys in the sandbox. Oh my uh, God. And then you finally get to probably... GTA 4 begins to get, I feel, like an open-world game. There are side things to do, yeah. and it helps you entertain yourself. But there's, like, on the first island, there's no like there's no army base for you to try and break into and challenge yourself to see if you can pinch something. The beach is just a big... It might as well be a desert... It's that far yeah. away from the town and the water. <laughs> There's just people sitting sporadically around on, like, beach mats. But then there's nothing. There's nothing in it. There's nothing to do aside from the missions, which is, again, is, it that, is that a sign of the times? Did GTA 3, one year earlier, did that offer the same or did it offer more or less? I don't know. Uh, neither do I, but... I feel like it would have to be a, like a resource limitation kind of thing. If it's a game design thing, then that's another question. But I feel like obviously they were dealing with PS2-like stuff. But then again, other games of the time were able to offer a little more, like a Spider-Man and such. I don't know. Like, I just, look, I, I'm thinking in terms of design itself, Kingdom Hearts 1 came out in 2002, and that, like, oh. they, all looked, they all looked good. Okay. They all looked pretty yeah. good. Uh, but... That also has aged poorly, but my thing is, is it's. I think it is maybe if they had like the same kind of time as San Andreas, and I guess they did have the benefit of San Andreas. You know, they did Vice City, so they took that with them. I think the depth in San Andreas is the whole gang system, and so it's like there's always kind of like that level of depth of am I in this territory? Am I in that territory? Uh, then they went too far, and if you had too much fast food, you could get fat. No one really <laughs> paid attention to that one. <laughs> but, I yeah, I feel like there's just, it is just empty. And really, even when, like, there's some things around, like even the strip club, is it's nothing. You go in there, you sit there, you spend however much money you need to actually start earning money, and then you never go in it again. You just walk past the dollar sign if you want to like it's not something that's actually there something to actually interact with the closest things yeah i think this the skulls the the like ramp rampages is this an is this like a metaphor for what it's like to be a like a big business investor you visit a place once you paid enough attention until it makes you money and then you just stroll by, pick up your money, and never care about what's happening inside that business ever again. And you look out amongst the world, 
and amongst the chattering of the insane pedestrians. And you think, (laughs) you are beneath me, you are peasants, and you run them over with your car. And no one cares. You maybe get one star from the police, and then you just find a bribe, and life goes on, and it is hollow. (laughs) Is this all... Is Grand Theft Auto... Is this has it got us? Did we not see that this is a beautiful piece of art about capitalism in the nineteen eighties? Hang on, is this the second uh, game episode in a row that you're feeling a bit like <laughs> a bit heavy? You know, are you okay? <laughs> are you How's capitalism right? going for you? Oh, it's it's hard. Cabin fever's really setting in, isn't it? I get <laughs> I get two weeks of holidays starting next week because uh, because coronavirus is shutting down my work. So joy, yeah, plenty of time for games, but not Vice City because it. See that I think the thing with Vice City is th- there are some areas that are perfect, right, and. In some areas, like on PS2, the helicopter was fine. I would say it was like, I would say it was between perfect and serviceable. I don't know. I haven't played many uh, remote control helicopter sims, so, uh, but it it was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, And then, like you said, Michael, you can shoot people in the PC version. Excellent. But there's always something holding it back. And it's is always there's always an angle that you just can't win. It's like a game of tic tac toe, and you've got three moves, and all three moves are non-winning moves. That's Vice City, no <laughs> winning moves. So oh. then, how do we all come to rate it for our final ratings of of uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City? I I jumped to the end earlier. I already said no time to grant. Sorry. That's okay. So Matt's gone with the no time to grind. Michael? I'm going to say that it is a fine time to grind because I think that at least the first half of the game is like so fast paced and like it's like like I said earlier, it's pulp. It's, you know, like the story is a, is a pulp story, like, like a pulp fiction. Like, like it's just kind of like it's fast paced. It's it's simple. I really like the driving. Like, I just enjoyed driving around. Like, Grand Theft Auto have always gotten cars to me. Like, I like the way that you can drive in a GTA game. And so I enjoyed that here as well. Like, I do find this fun. It, Like we said, it's quite empty. By today's standards, it's basically barren between missions. But it's fun and it's fast-paced and if... You want to play an older GTA? Like, I'm going to go for this one because I enjoy the colors and the settings. I think it distracts from a bit of the ugliness. I've tried playing San Andreas, and while San Andreas has more game, it feels, it doesn't feel as nice. It doesn't feel as fun, but I don't know. We might have to investigate that in the years to come right now. It's just a fine time. If you have time on your hands and you want to go back to an older GTA, Try Vice City. Otherwise, keep on rolling. Keep on, keep on, <laughs> keep it on. I feel like everybody's got GTA Five by now, so just yeah, don't don't look back. Like look back, but don't go back. <laughs> look back as to what you can bring forward. 
GTA 6 should be back in Vice City. Miami, Florida is a great setting. Yeah, I would absolutely, whether it's a remake or a sequel to Vice City, so to speak, I'm down. I want to hear that, especially I think people now are nailing the 80s vibe better than they were in 2002. So seeing an 80s setting now would be sick. But I I thought you were going to... Well, you're going to say. Sorry, I thought you were going to say that we're doing the 80s better now than they did in the 80s. (laughs) (laughs) We've got the 80s down pat. They don't even know. 40 years ago, what do they think they're doing? (laughs) Silly. Uh, Sorry. That's okay. But what I wanted to say was with this game right now as it is, I just don't, I can't vouch. It's a no time to grind. Like, unless you really love the 80s and you want to give it a go. I think it's a game from its time. It's It's been superseded now. The story isn't so exciting and dramatic that you need to play it. And all you have left is the sandbox. And I think the sandbox is better in modern Grand Theft Autos like, uh, like 5. I really, really liked 5. Uh, and I highly recommend that one. So it's a no time to grind for me. There you go. That's your childhood. Summed up by three guys. What do you what do you think of it now? How's nostalgia looking now? It's no good. It's no good. Move on. What are you doing no. living in two thousand and two? It was nearly twenty years ago. It's time to move on. Hey, it was the great end. then. Being able to like go to a friend's place when you're not allowed to play it because your parents are super yes. strict and play it and like spawn a uh, a rhino tank and fly it around murdering people, right? Great. But I can do that now better in GTA five. And I so I feel like it's like the nostalgia there is great, but the game itself is has been superseded is the simple way for me to put it. Yeah, it's like you could get the same thing out of this by watching, yeah, Stranger Things uh, at the same time as playing Grand Theft Auto V. That's it. <laughs> there we go. There are our thoughts. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. My name's been Adrian. I've been Matthew. And I've been Michael. I will not have cabin fever because I not only am an essential worker, but I will be exploring Transylvania on the train. Transylvania? Transylvania? <laughs> is, is it actually Transylvania, though? Is that where it is? I have no idea. Surely it's in Castlevania. Is, is that... Are those two different places? Is Castlevania not just a castle in Transylvania? I don't know. I've never really played. We we haven't played. Yeah.